What's up, guys? My name is Angelique Bondarenko. I'm 28 years old. I'm from Vancouver, Washington, and this is the story of how Jesus Christ saved my life. So I actually grew up in a Christian family. I grew up in a Christian family. I grew up with a single mom. My dad left us when I was about four or five years old, so I did not have a father figure growing up. My mom and I didn't have the best relationship, but we tried. I was actually baptized with the Holy Spirit when I was 12 years old, and I started to speak in tongues. However, I believe that because I didn't have a strong foundational relationship with the Lord, that that is why from 12 years old to my teens, throughout my teens and my early 20s, my life was drastically different than from the time that I got baptized with the Holy Spirit. But, you know, what was interesting is that throughout those years, no matter what I did, no matter who I had sex with and what drugs I did and all the other poor choices that I made, the Holy Spirit never left me. His guidance never left me, and I still felt that the Lord was with me, even though that I was not with Him. He was walking with me, even though there were moments when I was not walking with Him. But He still loved me, and He still pursued me, and He still ran after my heart, even though I was not worthy of it. After I got baptized with the Holy Spirit at 12 years old, I believe that the enemy had it out for me. He wanted to take my life numerous times. I started to develop suicidal thoughts, and I started actually to have a few attempts as well. I wanted to take my own life. I was so angry. I was so depressed. I hated my life. I didn't understand why I didn't have a father, and I didn't understand why I had the mother that I did. Mental health was definitely a generational stronghold in my life, and I was actually the first to break it, and I will tell you how that came along very soon. But when I was about 13 years old, I started to actually play with the Ouija boards. I was so angry that I would take very sharp knives and razors and start to self-harm and cut myself as just a way to relieve myself and relieve my emotions because I didn't know what to do with them because I was so angry and would throw tantrums and just would just be very demonically oppressed. We'll just put it that way. Throughout my teens, I began to party a lot. I started to actually, um, I lost my virginity at 17 years old to some random guy I met at a party, and I wanted to just get it over with. And looking back, that was so sad that a teenage girl would lose her virginity in that way because she wanted to get it over with versus sharing it with someone that she loved, hopefully her husband one day. But I believe that was the start to many, many demonic doors being opened up in my life. 
where the enemy would just cause havoc in my life. Something that I had always dealt with for a very long time was depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. I would be so wrapped up in my emotions and in my thoughts that I just didn't know what to do with them. My life felt like a never-ending cycle, always up and down, feeling like I was in a hamster wheel. I could be in bed for days, just binging, you know, watching Netflix, eating my life away. And then there'd be moments where I'd get up and I'd pretend like everything was okay when in reality it was really not. When I started to um, start having sex with a lot of older men when I was around 17 years old and I started to just give myself away because I thought that they loved me and that they cared about me, but in reality they really didn't. And you see, that's what the world teaches you. They pretend like they love you and pretend like you're special in their eyes. But when you stop entertaining them and giving the world what it wants to see and what it wants to hear, they disregard you and throw you away like you're trash. And that's what I felt like. I felt like I kept being chewed up and spit back out like I was worthless and like I was nothing. And I felt like it was just a stamp like over and over and over on me just reiterating what my father did to me at a young age. You know, I didn't know this, but I had so much abandonment and rejection, right? And this orphan spirit that I had no idea about until I was much older. But because I didn't learn about this, right? I didn't learn about demonic oppression. I didn't learn about deliverance until in my mid-20s when I started to actually do the inner work, right? And work on those traumas, work through them. But, you know, going back can I say that I was a true Christian? Mm, I believed in Jesus, but I wasn't living for Jesus. I had faith without works. So was it really faith? It wasn't because faith is an action. It's not just a word. It's not just saying you believe it, but not acting it out. So at that point, was I damned to hell? I really think so. I, I personally think so, but the Lord never gave up on me. That's the thing is even though I was making all these poor decisions, he never stopped pursuing me y'all. He never stopped running after my heart. He never stopped wanting me and only me. I remember when I was in college and I started to, um, work on myself, work on my body. I started to, um, you know, develop it and get very, um, I guess confident, (laughs) but really conceited actually in my body and in my looks. I became very vain. I started to post a lot more promiscuous pictures on Instagram. I started to grow my Instagram account through fitness and I started to get a lot of attention that I never got before. And you see, it felt really good. The likes, the comments, the shares. I felt like I was worth something. I felt important. I felt like I was seen. And at the time I wanted more. Not only did I want more attention, but I wanted money. I wanted power. I wanted to be this independent boss babe that everybody was raving about. And so I decided to try out to be a stripper my senior year in college. And after I got really good at it, by the way, nobody knew about it because although I was doing something like this, I didn't want anybody to know because I didn't want what I did to be who I was, but you see over time what I did actually became who I was, which is really interesting how that works because sometimes we say, oh, it's a stepping stone or oh, just a little bit or, you know, I'm just going to try it out. But what happens is you get sucked in and that's what temptation does to you. 
you see the temptation is just actually what you desire from within and when that takes over and you have no self-control and you can't say no that's when it starts to take over your life and that's exactly what it did because I didn't have the fruits kidding me (laughs) so you know what's crazy is that I can actually look back and I can laugh at it that's why I'm not upset I'm not crying about it you know because I have the joy of the Lord because the Lord completely took me out of where I was, which is still so unbelievable for me to think about. Before I was actually making this episode today, and I was crying, and I was worshiping to the Lord, and I was just praying and praising Him for what He did in my life, and I'm still in such disbelief that He did what He did, because you would look at me now, and if you really knew me in my life, actually, when I tell people the story, they actually don't believe it for a second, because I'm so different. I am truly a new creation and a new being, and it's so wild, and I share this to say that it's possible for you too. If God did it for someone like me, then it's possible for someone like you, but going back to the story, when I began stripping and started to make a lot of money, I started to really fall in love, and I started to do more and more and more and more of it. Pretty soon I had the car, I had the apartment, I had the, the six-figure check. Like, I had it all. Like, I was making good money. But you know what I didn't have? I didn't have my family. I didn't have my relationships. I didn't have friendships. I didn't have peace. And I was actually struggling more with my mental health than I had before in a very long time, since probably the time when I was about 13, 14 years old, when I was cutting myself. And pretty soon I looked around and I said, This isn't the life that I want to live. I want to get married someday. The kind of man that I want to marry doesn't want a stripper for a wife. I want to have kids one day. I don't want my daughter to do what I'm doing. I'm ashamed of what I'm doing actually deep inside if I really think about it. That's why I can't even tell anybody what I do. It seems that all I have is money and materialistic things. And I believe that this is why rich people kill themselves. Because... They realize they have nothing else but something that goes into the ground when they die. That it can't buy you happiness. It can't buy you peace. It can't buy you joy. It can't do anything for you but buy things that are going to be buried back into the ground of which they really came from. But we are body, soul, and spirit. And our spirit is not going to stay here on the ground, but it's going to go up or it's going to go down. (laughs) I didn't want to go down. I want to go up because I knew the truth even though I didn't live the truth. But one thing about me is the reason why I didn't give Jesus my all is because I felt like I wasn't ready. I felt like I wasn't ready to give up the life that I was living because I knew that if I followed Jesus, I would have to give everything up because that's what I knew inside me because Holy Spirit was still there. I knew the truth. I just didn't live the truth. But you know what? I'm here to tell you that hurts more. It hurts more when you live lukewarm Christianity. It hurts more when you know the truth and you choose to do the opposite because you're not living up to your full potential. You're not living up to your full purpose. You're not living up to your assignment. And when you don't live in your calling and you don't walk in your calling every single day, you are wasting away your life. You're wasting away what the Lord put inside you and life is empty. There's like this void that feels like it cannot be filled. And I'm here to tell you that the only thing that will fill it is Jesus Christ. You know, the Lord loved me so much. He had so much mercy on me. 
And he showed me that no matter how I was or what I did, I wasn't too far gone for him to love me and to use me. Just like he used the donkey in the Bible, he used me even when I was in the club. He would use me to prophesy and pray over people, which was absolutely insane. But I did it. And you know what? In those moments are the times when I felt a little bit more full and fulfilled. But I was still depressed and I was still suffering with mental health issues. And that's because... I was opening those demonic doors upon myself. I was allowing the enemy to cause havoc in my life because I was giving him a legal right into my life. And it was until the day that I renounced that and repented, which by the way means where you're completely walking away from the old life, you're turning the other direction and you're walking back on the right path of which you need to be on. That is true repentance. And that's when actually you invite the Lord into your life to begin to change your life not by your own works or by your own doing but by his grace by his goodness because the lord is a gentleman he's not going to come into your life and just do whatever just because no we have free will (laughs) it's bittersweet i tell him all the time it is bittersweet why do bad things happen in this world because we have free will and it's bittersweet because humans are not always good but god is good (laughs) he does not change he's forever good But it was until one day where I was on the floor of my apartment building when I wanted to take my own life again. And I said, Lord, I'm done. I don't want to live this life anymore. I know that you have something more for me, but I don't know what it is. And at this point, I feel like I'm in a hamster wheel. I'm in a cycle. I'm tired. I am done. I don't want to live this life anymore. And I just remember encountering Jesus Christ and he just comes over me and gives me this big hug and he says Angelique it's time you choose today to give everything up for me and invite me completely into your life or you will destroy your life and it was that day where I gave up my apartment I stopped making payments on my car I gave it up I knew what I was doing I got it repoed I gave all my money up I was so poor guys All my money, which is so insane because fast money really does not last. I don't know where it went. It just vanished. And I had no food at one point in my fridge. But the Lord was so good. He would send people without even knowing my situation to come and bring me food. To even one one of the months when I was actually just praying and fasting and seeking the Lord's face shortly after I left the club where he would just have uh, use somebody to bless me and pay for my rent. I had no money. Guys, that is how quickly he works when we are willing to completely give ourselves up for him. I moved back in with my mom, didn't have a good relationship with her, but you know, told her the truth and just told her that I needed, I needed her back in my life and I needed to make a change and I needed help. I humbled myself in front of somebody that I never thought that I would. And the Lord started to change my heart and work and sanctify me. Now I'm 28 years old. This happened when I was about 24. Four years later, (laughs) I'm a minister in my church. I disciple teen girls. I have a ministry called Bold for Christ where I am building bolder believers with a community of like-minded people all around me. My heart burns for Gen Z because Gen Z will be suicide free. And my entire life is devoted to ministry which is insane. I never thought that I would be here today where I don't care about money like that anymore. It's not a value to me. I don't want to be this boss, babe, independent chick no more. I want to be a wife. 
I want to be a mom. I want to live for the Lord. I want to live for God. Some people are, say that they want to die for Jesus. I want to live for Jesus. I'm not ready to go to heaven quite yet because I haven't kicked the devil in the face enough. I want the whole world to know Jesus. I want them to know how good he is. I want you to know that you have a purpose, that you have an assignment, that there is a call on your life, that the Lord has brought you here for a purpose, for a reason, that you are not what everybody else says about you, that you are not your job, you are not your past mistakes, you are not your daddy or your mommy issues, you are not the abandonment, you are not the rejection, you are not what you have partnered with in the past. We cancel those lies in Jesus' name and we come into agreement with the word and what God says about you, what God says about your destiny. Because you are meant for more. And girl, you are not too far gone. You have not made too many mistakes. There is a man out there that will love you, that will love all of you. You will be a great mother. Now you come and partner with this truth. Because if it is true for me, it is true for you. You know, testimony literally means do it again. So yes, he will do it again for you and everybody around you. Everybody that is going to drink from the same cup that you will drink in the cup of Jesus Christ. So I plead the blood of Jesus on you from head to toe. And I just declare in Jesus name that you will make a difference. I pray that this testimony stirs your heart. And it does something within you to go and live radically for him. Because he loves you. He loves you so much. He loves you no matter where you are in your life. And right now is the time to make a difference. Right now is the time to receive all of him and live for him completely and wholly. <laughs> in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. <laughs> make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you, Angie, for having me. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this Testimony Tuesday video. I really pray that you were blessed by it. Give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the Heaven and Healing podcast channel if you haven't already. We go live on this channel every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. So set your notification bell and come back and see us really soon. And do consider partnering with the Heaven and Healing Ministry. There's a QR code up on the screen for you to become a monthly partner or if you just feel led to sow a one-time seed, there are different options to do so down below in the episode description. Heaven and Healing is entirely crowdfunded, only made possible through the generosity of the audience. So anything at all means so much to us. We thank you for your support and prayers. God bless. Jesus loves you.